The scripture reading today comes from the Gospel of Matthew, first chapter, verses 18 through 25. Now the birth of Jesus the Messiah took place in this way. When his mother Mary had been engaged to Joseph, but before they lived together, she was found to be with child from the Holy Spirit. Her husband Joseph, being a righteous man and unwilling to expose her to public disgrace, planned to dismiss her quietly. But just when he had resolved to do this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary as your wife, for the child conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will bear a son, and you are to name him Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. All this took place to fulfill what had been spoken by the Lord through the prophet. Look, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and they shall name him Emmanuel, which means God is with us. When Joseph awoke from sleep, he did as the angel of the Lord commanded him. He took her as his wife, but had no marital relations with her until she had born a son, and he named him Jesus. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks, Thanks be to, to God. God. may be seated. This week, I, I, I really was thinking about if Kinsley was with us this morning and a children's moment, and so what did I do? I turned to Google, right? Joseph, children's moment. <laughs> and it reminded me about Joseph, another Joseph in the Old Testament. And it, and it, it was like, look at Joseph. There must be something about the name Joseph and dreams because that name is associated with dreams in both the Old and New Testament. In the Old Testament, Joseph, that beloved son of Jacob, he was known for having prophetic dreams himself and also for being able to interpret the dreams of others, something that got him into and out of trouble throughout his life. And here in the opening narrative of the first book of the New Testament, we find another dreaming Joseph. This Joseph has three dreams over the course of the first two chapters of Matthew. Dreams that tell him to stay with Mary, who has turned up pregnant before their marriage is consummated. To move the family to Egypt to stay safe from Herod's wrath after the child is born. And finally, to return to Israel and make a home in Nazareth after Herod's death. Now, what is Joseph's reaction to each of these dreams? We know, and we take it for granted. Of course, we take it for granted. We know that Joseph's reaction was an immediate and faithful response each and every time to a dream. Joseph's faithful yes to God was simple, but his situation was not Joseph was a righteous man, a man who aimed to do what was proper according to Jewish law. The law stated that he was to divorce Mary publicly 
and to share the reason for him doing so, her presumed unfaithfulness. Now, her life was not in danger here because the law no longer required for her to be put to death for her transgression by the time this dilemma arose for Joseph. But her life, nonetheless, was going to be very difficult if Joseph did as the law said. Her reputation was going to be forever sullied. She was going to be outcast from her people. She was pretty much going to be unmarriable. And because of that, she was going to find herself as a woman without the protection of a man. Now, I won't get into all of that, but that was something that was very important in that culture and time. And she was going to be all of those things while she was trying to raise a child. Yet, this is what a righteous man should do. It was right there in the law. But Scripture tells us not only that Joseph is righteous, but it also tells us that Joseph was sensing that the law's directions for the situation that he found himself in didn't seem completely right. Many of us have discovered that in our own lives. Things that seem very cut and dry seldom are that way when they cut against our family or our friends or our own personal sense of justice. So Joseph had decided that night before he lay his head down that he would do what should be done. He would divorce her, but he would do it as quietly as possible to cause as little suffering for Mary as he could. That said, I'm pretty sure that he knew that this quiet divorce was going to be difficult to accomplish. And even if he managed it, it might not help Mary that much. Small towns, you know, small towns going to be small towns. It's kind of hard to keep things quiet. So that night, while his mind was swirling with complicated emotions and difficult decisions, he dreamt this dream that was both a relief and a challenge. It was a sure path to follow and an overwhelming mystery to digest. Being commanded to stay with Mary, this was difficult. This was a sacrificial ask given the situation and that whole society that they lived in, but it must have been at least a small relief to him. At least it was a decision made. But the dream was more than just a commandment to not be afraid, to go against the letter of the law, and to stay with Mary. The dream had revelations, revelations about this pregnancy and this child that were absolutely overwhelming to contemplate. Again, I know we know the story, but just try to comprehend it the way Joseph must have heard it. Try to imagine just what he heard. Try to imagine acting on these things and believing these things. A child conceived by the Holy Spirit? A child who would save people from their sins? Joseph does not know about the journey Jesus will take. In fact, it is pretty likely that Joseph didn't see much of Jesus' journey at all because Joseph just fades into the background 
after about chapter 2 of Matthew. But Joseph knows this. He knows the journey that God has put him on. A journey to keep Mary as his betrothed, to name her child Jesus, to adopt Jesus into the family of David, and to keep them safe. A journey that will later send them to Egypt and back again to a small town of Nazareth. It is very fitting that the New Testament begins with the story of Joseph being asked to believe the unbelievable, to step out in faith without a view for where that step will lead next, and to act in ways that seem, at first, contradictory to the law he sought to follow. It's appropriate because that child asks the very same thing of everyone. Listen and obey. Have faith, not fear. Live by love and find the true heart of the law. What is God asking you to do? Asking our church to do? Perhaps it's something counterintuitive, contrary to reason, just plain demented. Where is God asking you to intervene? Where is he asking our church to intervene? Perhaps it's some place where love looks a lot like sacrifice. Where is God asking you to go next? Where is he asking our church to go next? Perhaps somewhere that feels unmapped, unknown, and downright scary. Do we as individuals have the faith, trust, and love in us to say yes, like Joseph? Do we as a church? This story of the dreamer Joseph is a lesson in having faith and in trusting God no matter how crazy it might seem. This story of the righteous Joseph is a lesson in following the heart of the law as interpreted to you by the Spirit, no matter how countercultural that may be. This adoptive father, Joseph, is a lesson in how small yeses can have a huge impact, no matter how outrageous those yeses might look. Joseph's continued yes to outrageous asks made in angelic dreams kept Jesus safe from harm over and over and over again. And Jesus changed the world. Our continued yeses to outrageous asks made by modern-day angels distressingly disguised as our friends and neighbors, as the sick and imprisoned, as the wise and the foolish, as the saint and the sinner. Our yeses, when given in obedient, sacrificial love, allow Jesus to continue to change the world today. And we, too, as individuals and as a church, are changed with every faithful yes. May we dream the spirit-filled dreams of Joseph this holiday season and beyond. May we say yes to God even when the results of our yeses may never be personally seen or known by us. And may we be Jesus to the world.
one act of sacrificial love at a time. Let us pray. Gracious Heavenly Father, we often find ourselves at odds trying to be righteous, to do what is right. What is hard <laughs> is that things are seldom cut and dry because each situation that we face involves your children. Sometimes your law seems harsh, seems unjust, if we were to read it just with the black and white lettering. But Lord, we, we thank you for the Holy Spirit that intervenes in our life and interprets your word to us that shows us your heart and asks us to move in the spirit and the heart of your law in love, in grace and mercy. Help us, Lord, to say yes to every outrageous ask you make of us. Help us to hear your angels speaking to us, Lord. Help us to hear you and do what you call us to do. Thank you for the example of Joseph and all of the others that were involved in this amazing story that we dig into this time of year and help it to go with us throughout the new year ahead. In Christ's name we pray. Amen.